0: Well, welcome to the Morks and Way podcast, and today, Nicola, we're going to be talking about bringing home the first child and just all the adjustments and changes with that, and kind of beginning this parenting journey together with the first child at home.
1: Right.
2: This is everything. Left hands with the heavy reins. I ain't scared of the marriage thing. So I ain't scared of the marriage thing. Had to share it twice on a mile. Welcome to the A More Excellent Way podcast with Dr. James and Nicola Hawkins.
0: Here, we seek to inspire and equip couples and families to go about their relationship with God and each other in In a a more more excellent way.
1: way.
0: So we just want to start this episode off with a word of prayer. God, we thank you so much just for your goodness and graciousness to us. Mm -hmm. Thank you for being our Heavenly Father who loves us unconditionally And God, we thank you for just in this moment, we want to invite you in to guide our words, to guide the hearts and minds of those who are listening. We want to invite you into this conversation, God. We need you to actually lead this conversation, Lord, about what it means to parent um, children. Mm -hmm. And we can ask and come to you because you are Heavenly Father who has loved us perfectly. And so, God, we thank you for that. And we thank you for all the couples that will hear this. Thank you. May they be inspired and equipped to go about their relationship with you, with each other and with their children in a more excellent way. Mm -hmm. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. So the frame idea for this uh, conversation today, Nicola is just talking about like when we first brought home our first child Mm -hmm. and how that impacted us personally as people, how that impacted our marriage, how that impacted our relationship with God and all the things that, when you begin to parent, what that brings up in you from your own, just kind of life and journey. And I know that sounds like a lot.
2: (laughs) It is. (laughs) It sounds like it.
0: Yeah, definitely. So we brought our first child home and we were, even before we came on tonight, we were just saying like, man, we knew we had talked about did we want kids or not want kids, but we didn't spend some, a lot of specific time really digging deep into what we pictured that meaning or looking like. right? And so there's some conversations we wish we would have been more intentional about, Mm -hmm. but let's just kind of get into it. So what was it like? I don't know. I don't want to go too just general from your perspective, just kind of share with for you what the experience was like bringing home our first child and go from there from you want to go from there.
2: Okay. I don't know. I don't want to, Extend <laughs> in words <laughs> to try and describe it but I guess I look back and it was just like this sense of wow we're taking home uh, this human being I guess the sense of awe from the delivery and this whole process mm-hmm. holding her just her life in my hand and getting a glimpse of a, a deepened understanding I guess in some ways of who God is and just feeling the sense of honor and privilege to be able to take her home and not knowing all what that would entail.
0: Was that scary?
2: Um, No, no, I didn't feel scared or any, I don't remember any fears. Mm-hmm. I just remember maybe more, more calm, maybe more peace. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I had stepped into my destiny. Yeah, that's
0: good. <laughs> well, that's good. I, I think I was just so overwhelmed by, like, you and I now had this this person, like, that we were responsible for. Uh, and when I say overwhelmed by, just like this awesomeness and the sacredness of it and the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one feeling I can kind of remember. Even just remembering, like. How, <laughs> just how she even smelled and it was like the little noise that she would make.
1: You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So, but Yeah. But once again, for us, we hadn't spent a lot of time just talking about what that meant. So we kind of began this journey of learning what it meant to be parents. Right. How did that impact you as a wife, as a woman? I don't know. Did it bring up anything in you that you noticed just different, like that maybe change for you?
2: I mean, absolutely. Um, even throughout the um, pregnancy and carrying her, I I think we tapped on it a little bit the last episode, perhaps that sense of, oh, uh, career changes mm-hmm. and things like that. So now was like trying to consider, like, how do I get to spend my first year, <laughs> her first year, just wanting to have that. I remember wanting to have that time with her before we did any school or anything, you know, preschool or daycare or anything like that. But I don't know, to get back to your question a little bit, I can't remember how you phrase it, but I, I feel like I was at a sense of maybe even like peace or rest with it like acceptance. Like this is my new role. Um, this is my new privilege, my responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I think I just kind of sat into that space, nestled into that space. I don't remember feeling a lot of stirred more in like this negative or or anxious. I don't remember feeling a lot of anxious. I know when my anxiousness kicked in as a parent, parenting if anything concerns, is like we were transitioning out of the military. So, of course, our income and things like that were different. But I think I was hopeful, <laughs> I was more on a hopeful side of things. Probably.
0: I don't know. It's good. I think. So how did you see that impact us in our marriage?
2: Wow. I don't remember feeling the big impact at it like immediately. It was later down, I think like figuring out, like, I think it forced us to communicate more there we go. Okay. <laughs> in some ways, like the shift that I worked before, like whenever we touched base, it was really short. We just had a short window of time together. So
0: it is true. With, That's right. Cause we had that time where you were on nights and I was on day. Yeah. With a newborn baby.
2: Yes. Yes. <laughs> and it just kind of, I don't know, deepened our reliance on each other. I think before we could stick with that schedule, brush by, maybe have lunch, have dinner together, check in, go to church, see our friends, whatever. Um, But now it's just like this deeper sense of reliance on, am I saying that word right? (laughs) And I guess that does
0: one thing that I think maybe when you have your first child, it can change kind of like the social network and group that you're in a little bit to some degree. Mm -hmm. Maybe if you're that young couple that's gotten married and maybe the rest of your friends aren't married, then you get married and have kids, Mm -hmm. things change in your life and freedom and just kind of being able to come and go. That can be a particular change.
2: Right. Right. Absolutely.
0: Okay. So looking back, Looking back now, what are some things that maybe you wish you had been more aware of or could have done better in that phase of life? Hmm.
2: I think. Uh, that's a good question. Um, I think tapping into the, the sense of a reliance, I we knew we we're going to have kids. Um, and I think it was just like, let's have them and see how. <laughs> see how it goes kind of a thing um, in a sense of um, we didn't like discuss fully, you know, um, I don't remember deep conversations about roles or responsibility or I just knew I wanted to be home with her. And so I guess okay. this assumed role of me being there with her. But and I don't remember
0: what us is, ever talking about that explicitly, but that does bring some, there are some things like I want, I guess I want to catch that point okay. for couples to know even I hope you do one thing we want to give you as an excellent point is hopefully this can just push you maybe to ask if you're that couple out there that doesn't have kids yet. And maybe you've already had kids and you're like, well, pass that station. But had to try and push deeper into some more specific questions, such as, of course, in premarital counseling, you'll ask things like how many kids do each one of you want to have? But also, I think you should explore questions about what did you learn about parenting growing up? Mm hmm. Like how were you parented? And what are some things maybe from your experience that you want to carry forward? Maybe what are some things that because even that I think you want
2: to divert from?
0: Yeah, exactly. Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes we can parent from places where we felt maybe we didn't get the best experience or we felt hurt and we could work so hard to wanna to correct those correct. things. But then your partner so might not know that you're working at that.
1: Mm. And that
0: could be an area of tension because you're working so hard at something and they might know like, what? why are you getting so upset about this? But it's this other place that you're parenting from.
2: Expectation and how deep communicated, how or why it matters to you.
0: Yep. Or even I think another one, now this is something we're looking at this 14 years back. Right. Of what are your goals for your kids? Mm. And what I mean, it's not like just talking about like, but literally like, what does it mean when you look back, if you could project ahead to say, this is when my soul will say, we've done a good job or we've set done what we set out to do. When you look at your kids, what would that thing be that you looked at and say, we did what we were supposed to do or what we felt compelled to do? What's that? What would make you feel that sense of we've done well? Mm-hmm. Are you going to base it upon kind of like the American dream of they have a certain house, a certain career, whatever? Mm-hmm. Or is it some like this spiritual goal that God's put in your mind? I don't know. I just want to cause you to dream and get curious around that.
1: Yeah, that's even good. Now. So, yeah,
0: just wanted to catch when you said that. You know.
1: Hmm.
2: Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty important. I think even just kind of wanting to uh, highlighting that sense of um, the expectation. And I think I probably had some, but it was like, um, definitely like. unspoken Mm -hmm. not because I didn't want to say it but some things are kind of like intrinsic I guess it's like it's inside of me and I know I'm gravitating towards this thing though I probably could not put exact words to why I'm gravitating towards it like I know for me I was just definitely like I want for my kids to have a deep bond with their father you know and I think just kind of like with some of my experiences, it's a sense of, you know, my parents like separated when I was younger. And so that just created uh, who I was with and at what time, that kind of a thing. But being able to say, I, I want them to be able to have this this bond and connection. And I think whenever, you know, family unit gets fragmented, there's some things that are missed here and there. And so I, I just kind of wanted for my my kids to have that close knit with me and close knit with you. Mm -hmm. um, That was very important for me.
0: That's good. And I think that's a good research point that we can in attachment research is that how parents, how typically how people parent their children or really, I think that it goes like the attachment style of the child can be determined by like, kind of like how the parent has dealt with their own attachment history.
2: Oh, Yes. (laughs) So
0: all what that means is it's not something like, oh, my gosh, are you messed up and you're going to pass on this messed up. But it's like me and Nicole, we have great parents, but even uh, even we've done the best we could as parents. But (laughs) we know we are imperfect and that there are ways in which maybe we could have created something in our girls. And we don't want to like the sense of we don't want them to feel like their value or being loved is upon what they do well or don't do well
1: mm-hmm. and we've mm-hmm. tried
0: to do the best we possibly could and affirming them in their God-given identity and value that that's the foremost thing for them but what that means is like even if you didn't get the most kind of like secure type connection with mm-hmm. your parents mm-hmm. the what you know trying to think about what are you going to pass on to your children yeah so even I just like the fact of even just you saying like just based upon some things I experienced, it just makes me gravitate towards a certain aspect of how I'm going to parent my children. And I think in this podcast, one thing I want parents to think about is to be more intentional and to choose, right, and not just to feel like they're aimlessly drifting, right, a little bit more, right. yeah. So that way I, I they could be more attuned to what's happening in parenting. So even you know when we brought the first one home, we just once again we didn't have like this explicit plan and idea, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. it was a, a I mean
2: it a, worked for exactly, us exactly <laughs>
0: because one thing that I think I've learned about parenting now it's always this ongoing journey oh absolutely it's not about really what does good enough parenting mean in some ways sometimes we set this high ideal but it's like are we always learning and growing hmm Personally, from what we've experienced with our own parents, Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. how
0: we're being parented and fathered by God. Nicole was talking about that before we got on the show, how we're being fathered by God, but then always being attuned to our child because the family and the child are always going through stages of development. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. want to catch one because in this segment right now, we are talking about kind of like bringing home the first child. (laughs) It's okay. I like where we're going with this, but just think about what are some of the challenges that maybe you would want to say to couples to think about, like maybe they... Not just challenges like in the negative, but the joys and challenges, though, of incorporating that first child into the family. Oh, I know. I hit you with (laughs) uh, it you want me to kind of jump in. I'll I'll kind of, I'll set it Mm -hmm. up in a sense. It does, I like, and I didn't catch it when you said it earlier. It might make you refocus on some of the career goals or aspirations you've had. Yeah. Yeah. So be open and it's okay. You could think about it before you have the child, but once you see that child, it can oh, develop different goodness. ideas and thoughts. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so so that one. Then two, there is different time and energy allocations that change. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's like when Nicola was nursing, so it felt funny where it felt like
2: I want to give the baby a bottle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, or even like or, it feels like the baby owns the wife's body for a while or something, uh, you know. They do. Right. Um, <laughs> Uh I think also, when having that child we were just talking about stuff, it will bring things back up from your childhood, yeah, yeah, and sometimes you don't know it's being stuff in you is being triggered, yes, so I think it's good to I would encourage you to if you've had that marriage mentor in your life to also help them invite them in to be intentional to help you notice maybe changes in you as you parent as you, your child, mm,
2: bringing them, yeah, that first child,
0: yeah, um. Those are some things I think, and I think also warning, 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 is Nicole no would say it can impact your sex life. Like, what does it mean now with having a child and how that, how that possibly could change just like right. time, energy and th- those kinds of things.
1: Yeah. That's
0: Anything good. that, that you like to add
1: in?
2: You know, I started a picture um, when we brought our first and ch- second child home, we lived in a ministry home mm. and they had built in Gigi and Papa and Man, shout out
0: GG and Papa.
2: <laughs> like it was such a blessing in disguise that I didn't recognize until we transitioned away. Just being able to have that hands-on resource uh, uh, as person, you know, person kind of placed a buffer there that I didn't realize that was there. So I, I think they were part of our community, and even when we brought home our second, like there was a auntie there you know (laughs) that was able to take care of the first child and just the resources of others being around and so being able to tap into and utilizing those resources yeah so
1: what
2: what would be an excellent point for you i don't know we're transitioning (laughs) anything you want to say (laughs)
0: Oh well, that wasn't so to be a transition yet, but oh no! I was just getting you trying to think about your excellent point coming up because, as y'all know, sometimes
2: <laughs> he was trying to cue me up, y'all, and I.
0: But no, I, I want to catch something <laughs> you just said, and I guess it could be. But I want before we move on from this, I want to make sure we just get a few points clear. Flexibility in parenting always matters, but bringing that first child home for Nicole and I is just like be ready just to have like to re explore and re-evaluate as a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also I would encourage couples is it is going to be a time where you kind of feel like you circle the wagons a little bit as a family, meaning like you as you as a husband, a wife need to just spend some time before God and praying
1: mm-hmm. in this
0: new phase. One, asking for his leadership and his guidance in this place, mm-hmm. um, begin to begin praying for your child immediately for God's will to be formed yeah. in the life for him to just be able to like your heart and mind to be open to.
2: Thank you for bringing
0: that part up. God, you know, for this particular child that you've given us, mm-hmm. show us how to train them up in the way that you have ordained for them. Right. You know, that kind of, yeah. go ahead.
2: Can I double click on that? I think one thing, you know, having learned all we've learned, I think, over the past 15 years and 14 years of parenting, right? And the last few years about parenting and psychology and. Mm-hmm. Uh, with our biblical understanding and just more life experience. We look back and like, man, we really didn't talk about this, that, that, this or the other. And you can feel like, oh, we stepped into parent parenting somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, without having had these kind of conversation, it can feel slightly daunting. But the one thing when you started talking about prayer, the one thing that we knew was just we were being led by the spirit of God and Mm -hmm. we were praying. That's one thing. I don't want us to like miss the point that we we were praying, we were reading the scripture, we were blessing, blessing them and praying we and asking for of
0: what words we spoke. Over. Yes.
2: And asking for God's Absolutely. guidance and direction. That's one thing for sure. Meanwhile, we didn't know or have enough sense, so to say, to be making um, these depth of conversation that we do have more often now than not.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: pray, pray, pray. Wow. Invite God in.
0: Man, that's good. That's good. I want to get ready to transition now for sure, because we want to close out this one with prayer and pray for you as parents out there. Let me hit that button real quick. I think the excellent point that, that stuck out for me was when you were talking. Community is important. What I was saying, like you have to circle the bandwagons and reassess kind of like what this is going to look like for you. And you might have that time mm-hmm. where you need to readjust some boundaries. Right. um, For a little while. But I want to, like one of the important things is be willing to be careful not to get isolated. Yeah. When you have that first child, your community is going to still be important to you. Mm-hmm. Um, But do you have to still, you know, honor what that means and looks like for you now with the first child. Cause we have some friends that are completely flexible with their new child and they're not, but then some people are more strict about certain bed times and nap times, but just what does mm-hmm. that mean for you? And how do you stay connected co- to community mm-hmm. and not get isolated?
2: Right. That's good.
0: Any excellent point for you?
2: I'm going to hit the double clip, the tri- triple click, <laughs> pray, pray and invite God in. You are not without when you are with the heavenly father
0: oh wow tweet that <laughs> well I think just as a practical point then Nicola how about you close out this time and uh maybe we'll divide it up you pray for maybe people that are are expecting children right now to pray over the moms uh and I'll pray over the dads yeah we'll yeah. do that Okay.
2: Father, we just thank you. Thank you for this time. Thank you for the listeners, Lord God. I am even having specific mamas in my head right now, Lord, that I see growing babies. Father, I pray for protection over the little ones, Lord. And I pray for, for just a, your Holy Spirit to just lead them to begin to pray, begin to seek you, begin to ask you like, Lord, you know, how do I hold this child? And how do I take care of this child? Like you've designed us just with the ability to tap into our innate being and our design to, to nurture and to care, Lord God, and at least to be able to ask for some kind of help when we realize that we, we get, get a little uh, stuck or not sure father. So I pray for this new families and moms to just rest, rest in you, rest in knowing that, um, your present help in a time of need, Lord, and you care about the things that concern them. And, um, just thank you. Thank you for new life. And I thank you for a life that we live with you.
0: And God, I want to pray for the fathers right now. I want to pray that God, that they would find, um, that they would, even as we talked about, that they will allow themselves to be fathered by you, God, and find their strength and their identity and just that spiritual authority from being connected to their heavenly father. Mm. I pray if there are any pains or hurts in their heart from maybe their own parenting and upbringing, I pray that for the moms and the dads, mm-hmm. that they would find healing in you, Lord, safety and security and connection with you, that they could parent their child not from, let's see, from knowing their broken place and from feeling your love and acceptance, even in the places where they felt pain and hurt. Um, so God, just pray for the men though, that they would have this boldness within their heart, that they would know, um, and not just the boldness as in toughness, but that they Mm -hmm. could love hard as well as they just work hard. And that the only provision that they, the provision that they give their children into their family is not only the finances that they bring, but it is a spiritual heritage and a legacy. It is their love and their care as well, Lord. Mm-hmm. I just want to pray your 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 blessing over them right now in the name of Jesus and to know that fathers know that they have a blessing in them for their children yes. a spiritual blessing God yes. to give and it comes from you Lord mm-hmm. we thank you for them thank you in Jesus name we pray amen amen thank y'all
2: We hope that you have been inspired and equipped to go about your relationship with God and others in a more excellent way. Please subscribe to our podcast and rate us on iTunes. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at a more excel way and check out our website at a more excellent wayrelationship.com. Visit klrc.com to learn more about the more excellent way.